0: If this is your first time listening to the You Good Bruh podcast, welcome. If you've listened before, thank you for listening again. If you like what you hear, please take it to the next step, share it with somebody you think would love it. Thank you so much for listening, and welcome to the You Good Bruh podcast. Hey, this is Sam Duke. And this is Tell McHale. And I'm Joe Dude. We are here to check on you. You Good
1: Bruh? This is a safe space for men to express their emotions.
0: We are here to bring a new and different definition of manhood, one topic at a time. We want to help create a new generation of men that are emotionally aware in order to improve these relationships. I know I'm trying to get good. I know I'm trying to get good. What about you? You good, bruh? Hey, yo, it's your boy, Sam Duke. It's your man, Tell McKell. And you're listening to another great episode of you good, you good, Bruh? Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you, guys. We got a uh, an interesting show today. Um, At least we think so. <laughs> I think we. I think it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, y'all y'all pay attention, to listen, and see see what y'all think about this. Today we are talking narcissism, mm. um, and I mean. Now it's something that's per- pervasive through our society is narcissism. I think that our society is set up in a way to in, in a way just saying in a way to create narcissists. And um, I'm not sure if this is something that has always been as as entrenched in our in our culture in the way that we move as as always like but at the same time we're kind of thinking like'm we're, we're seeing more of it. You know, we we're we're experiencing it more. We've experienced it with our last president. You know, that's one thing. Like it was, that was four years of straight narcissism. Right. And we 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 see it. You know, play out in, in 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 social media. We see it play out in celebrities. You know, and and also now because celebrity is a little thing. It's a little different than it used to be. Now you got social celebrities, influencers, you social have, media, yeah. you know, you got, you have a, a whole generation that's grown up with social media, you know? So it's not like, right. you know, it's not like me who I'm, I'm an in-betweener. There was no social media when I was a kid. <laughs>
1: in-betweener.
0: Yeah. I'm in-betweener. <laughs> like I didn't have a social media when I was a kid. You know, we kind of grew into the, so hell, you know, the part one of the people that you would tell is one of the like staples and Social media, Mark Zuckerberg is my age, you know. So that's just the kind of way you can kind of understand. <laughs> like, where
1: did you go wrong? Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> God damn it! You know, it's like All right. who, who who would have thought? You know, but where we are now, I think that it's it's fair to to have a conversation about narcissism because it's you know it's a part of mental health, right? It breaks down. It's a part well, of. Uh, uh, it's it's an actual diagnosis, right? <laughs> no.
1: Well, nar- yeah, narcissistic personality disorder, Yeah, personality. Um, um, or now I think we've changed the name to, um, oh, of course, I'm going to forget right when we start recording. <laughs> um, but basically, well, let me back up and say this before you yeah, get yeah. Into, to the condition. Every, narcissism is a part of human personality. So every human being has narcissism. Um by definition, it's a it's an interest in uh one's self-image, physical appearance, all of that, your identity. Like you yeah. people go to work because they want the I'm a manager, you know, like the <laughs> desire to, yeah, to, be, to that. be to be that and, and so, be able to say that. And be able to say that, you yeah. know, I'm a boss, I'm a you know, king, <laughs> you know if you're looking at bmf right now not to date the the episode but you know they want to be kings you know i mean that's all based on the the human trait of narcissism yeah uh being having it as a personality disorder which it falls under um is where everything's on a continuum always kind of give the metaphor of a volume dial and as you turn up the dial, it gets louder until it becomes unbearable and it causes problems, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's what the personality disorder is. The volume on narcissism is turned up so loud. You can't, that person cannot hear anything else, but their thoughts. They don't identify with anybody else's feelings. Um, they have a, a a desperate need for admiration. They have grandiose ideas of who they are. I mean, just you name it. I mean, it's 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 really loud, and it's maladaptive in their lives. Like it makes it really difficult for personal relationships, if at all. And yeah. if they are, they tend to be codependent relationships, uh, where you know they're being either they can play either role actually. Yeah. Um, the victim or the person that feels like, hey, you're using me, you know, because I'm I'm lifting you up. You know yeah. the one that talks down to them, so narcissism is everywhere. Everyone has it. You know, if there's seven point five million yeah, people, nobody's planet, immune. Nobody's immune. immune. To it. Nobody's yeah. immune to it. The question is, does it? When does that switch get turned on to make it into something that's maladaptive and diagnosable? Okay. So
0: speaking of which, you sent me a video this week, and by the way, you know we're 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 a uh, male you know specified show we try to tackle things from a male perspective however this was just something that piqued our interest and since you're talking about relationships i think it's it's only fair that we we bring this on and that people listen to it and we can kind of discuss it afterwards okay 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 cool. All right.
2: narcissistic men but i want to talk about narcissistic women women the gentler sex right what's gentle about using a man for his money and possessions city girls up one right City girls, the ones that's teaching y'all how to be narcissistic women. Hmm. These are the women that you want to follow and take advice from? You lie to men, you cheat on men, you plot on men. And then you manipulate them into believing that you're truly remorseful and that you've actually changed because you use sex to your advantage because you know sex, by using sex, you're rousing this man's primal instinct. And narcissistic women love codependency, so you use sex because you know a codependent male is going to fold based off pure instinct and admiration. And narcissistic women have no emotion to offer, so they use physical manipulation and sexual manipulation because their emotional maturity and vulnerability is damn near non-existent. And let's talk about the narcissistic roles, okay? (laughs) You're pursuing this man who has a child and you know he's looking for a fit stepmother. So you're gonna play this caring, nurturing, loving role when that's not you. You don't even like kids. Here you are, rubbing this man head down every night, cooking him dinner every night because you're trying to secure the relationship. And the only reason you're trying to secure the relationship is to make it look like you have your shit together to society. And don't let me get started on the ones who do everything in their might to prevent their from moving on and actually being happy because if the happiness is not from you it doesn't matter right or the ones who use their children as a means to control their child's father you're using your child in a way to manipulate this man into either staying or not moving on so he cannot have a satisfying life and then you have the narcissistic women who just lie unnecessarily lying and talking about yeah i lost my job and that's the reason why i'm in this situation or yeah i was pregnant at this and this is this, this time yeah baby i'm pregnant right now yeah baby i had a miscarry what did you miscarry about and for all of you women who continue to glorify these city girls and you listening to this poison all the damn time Jeez. taking advice from them women they are training you to become a narcissistic woman stop
0: whoa <laughs> jesus christ
1: <laughs> What was that? Like,
0: like a minute, and a half, or what is that? But she didn't waste a second <laughs> of it. Second, God, this
1: <laughs> is on flood, flood, flood.
0: Oh my God! Not she didn't waste a minute of that, uh, not a second of that, uh, that rant, man. And when you listen to it, man, it's the it's the traits for me. It's like she just he and it, you, you know, we. If she's talking about women, but manipulation is what came to mind
1: well manipulation is a is a major component of that personality disorder so basically you know the person that suffers from that and and so i was trying to avoid saying it but antisocial personality disorder which used to be sociopath
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so narcissism is in that family of traits and so for example you know and i'll take it not to make it personal so we want to take it into the real world like any bond villain is a narcissistic sociopath <laughs> <laughs> you know whatever they think their idea of what the world should be thanos in the marvel universe would fall under a narcissist narcissistic, not a narcissistic, narcissistic personality. personality well narcissistic antisocial personality disorder or sociopath, narcissistic sociopath. And so narcissism is a flavor of X, Y, Z, right? Like everybody that's narcissistic is not a killer or a sociopath and not every sociopath kills people, right? So it's like, but but what we're getting at is the manipulation to get your way of thought is the focus. And once they find out, you know, What that thing is, what they consider a weakness, right? Yeah, they're a full blown operating that way. So when she talked about how she, you know, rub the man's head and this, that, and the other, when really all you're really doing is for the ground. Yeah, you you, you you want to have a
0: man just to have a man, right? To say say that you have a man, right? Or you you don't even like kids. Like that's that is just next level, and I can see why it falls under that sociopathic area Thanks, because right. it's like damn like you have to it's like you're creating somebody in order to get the social uh clout you know or the social gain or the social clout from just creating this idea mm-hmm. we're talking about creating this person or this persona so that you can get clout damn here goes social media. Right. You if- you you get on Twitter, you the man on Twitter, you know, you you been bullied in high school. Right. Now you whooping ass on Twitter. Right. You know,
1: Retweeted so, yeah, 4, 1, I mean,
0: <laughs> I, have you seen people argue on social media? And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm one of those people that I, I don't really do all that arguing. Like I have people that come into my space and will just just come to argue. Like, and, and, you know, you know, for a fact, it's like, yo, this person would never, if we were in person, say this to me, okay, or come right. at me that way. I'll give you an example. Uh, Boosie's movie drop, My okay. Struggle. That movie, I didn't pay for it, by the way, is the worst fucking hood movie I've ever seen. And I've seen them all. Right, I got the hookup. I got the hookup. I got the hookup. you hear me? <laughs> I've looked at. I'll talk about straight to tape. Right, movies where nobody's an actor, everybody is just playing who they are. It's like right, and somebody else. Masterpiece, silk the shocker, exactly. silk the exactly. shocker. <laughs> like there, there, ain't no different characters in this movie. So <laughs> to watch this movie that Boosie made. And to see how, t- like, it was written. It, you could tell that somebody named Boosie wrote it.
2: Not like,
1: because it
0: wasn't written at all. <laughs> or, or it's just like, hey, y'all, we're going to shoot the scene while I do this right. today. Like, that's, that's literally. The, the
1: scene is about that
0: Exactly. Right, action. Let's go, right? That that kind of thing. That's what it seemed like to me. As so I get on Twitter, I'm just like, yo, this is the absolute worst movie <laughs> I've ever seen. And I'm, I'm just talking, I'm thinking from a. Independent standpoint, I've seen kids make better movies. Okay. <laughs> and so, and so I just say that on Twitter, and somebody comes after me, like, yo, dumbass, like, there, this is, you know, there's, a, it's way better than anything you can create or recreate or created or anything you've ever done in your life. And I'm just like, now, what on God's green earth made you think you can come on here talking to somebody you don't know? I don't know. Like this, knowing good and well, if I was in the streets, this would this would not be a conversation. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be a like. I don't address anybody in ways that I wouldn't address them if they were physically in front of me. But there are people that do, and and you see some people that go online and they they write things just to get the clout, just to seem tough, just to become this person. You know Mm. that that uh usually is a polarizing figure somebody that wants to be you know like I don't even know how to explain it like they they want to be on the top rung of whatever they're they're doing. So if you're a troll you're a super troll you wake up every morning you troll if you're you know if you're uh, you know even, even when you talk political when, you, when it comes to politics like for some reason there's nothing in the middle it's all everything is just on my side. You get what I'm saying? There's no, is even with things that is like, okay, this should make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like for anybody. And they're just like, nah, I I refuse to be that because I have to be this person. Like Tommy Lauren, give me an example. Tommy Lauren. I'm so against it. Obamacare, is so terrible, this and that, this and that. And then they interview her and ask her who she's on her whose insurance is she on. And she's on her parents' insurance because she was under 25 years old. It's like, yo, you should be okay Stay with, with this. <laughs> this because you're benefiting from it directly. directly. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like you're, you're complaining about it, and or you're complaining about it, but behind closed doors, you're benefiting from it. Right. And then you right. come out. You come out into your persona, and it's like,
1: nah, nothing that about that is great. I mean, there's a hypocrisy component to it. Yes. I mean, if you're out there putting a false narrative. Uh, that contradicts your actual life what are you saying about your actual life what are you really saying about you when the whole concept Mm -hmm. of narcissism is that you are grandiose you feel what i'm saying like it's kind of like how do you resolve that conflict and always you know what you know how they say money changes people but i always said that money just shows amplifies who that person really is Mm -hmm. So if if they were a little bit of asshole and then they hit the lottery, now they're a bigger asshole. They were always an asshole. That's how I see the Internet, to answer your question, toward the street. I mean, to me, the Internet is emotional currency. And it gives that narcissist, it's their favorite place. I can be who I want to be and nobody will know the difference. And I'm a troll in real life even though I may have a role where I can't troll, this is yeah. what I really love. Yeah. And you have to be mindful of the fact that, you know, there was a, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the guy. I think I had to, I had uh, just looked this up not too long ago. This, um, this it was a study by, uh, what is it? Korkhoff and Truex. And it basically, was talking about that, you know, I always reflect on you know, adults are just big kids, right? We're just older kids, rather. And so if you had a lot of negative experiences as a child versus a lot of positive experiences as a child, you're pretty much on the path to dysfunction, mm. dysfunctional relationships, dysfunctional thought patterns, all of these things. And so when you look at, she brought up like city girls who, you know, claiming the streets, claiming these ideals and they're putting it on record as well as being promoted to our children, to our women. Cause I don't know too many guys that be like, yo, man, that new city girl's the, the hot shit.
0: Man, look.
1: I, I don't I, know. I, I don't
0: I, know. I understand man. what you mean.
1: So it's like they're taking their dysfunction and putting it on record and transferring it to everybody else that never lived the life that they lived and making it look great. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? I, so I, I follow of,
0: what you're saying. I'm going say, to see what you're saying and I'm going to raise you. All right. Was, was this an issue when men were doing it?
1: Yeah. Honestly, I remember back in the day when they were talking about glorifying gangster rap, like we're glorifying a negative image and you're pushing it and making that which is negative, cool. So therefore, here you got little Johnny that's grew up in, he black, but he grew up in the suburbs and he sees NWA, he wants to be Ice Cube now. You know, he wants to be, you know, easy. Well, I didn't know too many people want to be easy like that because he was a he was a polarizing figure at the time. But but definitely ice cube was the rebel. He was the one that everybody was like drawn to yeah. because he he broke away. So that must mean he extra hard, like he like you know, <laughs> oh, N-W-A. fuck NWA, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like that, that nigga
0: said, fuck NWA, like what? Right? Though? Yeah, we fucking
1: with him. That's what I saying. So it was like that's that's the, the the kind of context that it was back then. Mm-hmm. So because when I I'm I'm dating myself, but you know that I was back in hip hop when it was born into an existence. So I think about gangster rap. I think about Kooji rap. I think about, um, just ice. I think about, but, and these about, are,
0: what about, uh, when Luke, Luke was out there doing well, that, what he was I'm, doing. I'm getting yeah. That's yeah. what I was
1: going to I'm yeah. saying that I, my first draw to negativity as not just an art form, but almost a lifestyle came mm-hmm. in that. And then by the time Luke, you know, I want to write, I want to write, shit, I Mm -hmm. wanted that, that that I saw in that video, because that's when music videos really started taking a turn. Yeah, buddy. And and I started to see women objectively.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, You know, I was objectifying them. I said, man, look at that ass, look at that dude, oh, she could drop it. I was having sexual thoughts. And this is me reflecting on it, right? At the time, that's just what was happening. That's just what was hot. I didn't Label it as negative or positive experience. I just all I know is that the environment in which it took place wasn't always the safest. Gotcha. But we kind of normalized trauma back then. So
0: and so let let let's think about in the ways in which because I mean this is this is bad behavior or what you would consider a uh, uh, glorification of bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Put embedded in embedded into music which kind of pushes popular culture and and so when we try to tie it back into narcissism mm-hmm. like or or the narcissistic uh narcissistic antisocial personality, no, personality, personality disorder, personality yeah, personality personality disorder.
1: Personality.
0: you you had a bunch of men who who probably were narcissists themselves because, in a way, who who knew Uncle Luke was married all these years? Like, who knew that you you get you know what I'm saying? Like, Ice Cube, mm-hmm. same thing. married was a married, right. it was a married yeah. man. It was like, you know, we be clubbing everybody like when girls shake something. Right. Uh, right. You know, uh, and, and I'm not saying that people who marry married can't go to the club because I still do. But what I'm saying is, like, it's more so <laughs> like it's the behaviors that don't align with. Because it wasn't cool to be married back then, right? Like that's well, the it was, that.
1: Well, it wasn't cool to be
0: black. Yeah, but it's what I'm saying. Black, married. black, and married. Yeah, so okay, it's like okay. you, you start to see the behaviors, and, and you, you, like who knew Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg was a uh, was was was, was married, married all these years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you know he had these uh, <laughs> he had these uh, these album covers that were the most, misogynistic, you know, raunchy, yeah. misogynistic, all. You know everything you could think of, and and so you just you, when you when you start to think about that, you're just like, damn! Like our culture is being entrenched with narcissism to a degree.
1: Well, it, narcissistic,
2: narcissistic
0: behavior, behavior to yeah. a degree, right? And yeah. then and then and then then it comes out to us, and then how does it come out of us, right? How what what does that narcissistic behavior? That's put embedded into music, culture, life for for us Black people, and then given to us, and then we idolize it, of course, to a degree. And then we go out here, and that's why when you have a girlfriend, we like, nah, I ain't got no girlfriend, you right. know what I'm saying? Or, or just you know, lying. it's like, it's, yeah, it's just it doesn't seem like it's the cool thing to be somebody who who, who cares about you know family outside of. Outside of like game and all of that, it just not seem right. to be cool to 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 think about that. It's just kind of it's yeah, kind of I, interesting to think about the the role that narcissistic behavior has played in the way we think and the way we move.
1: I think it's twofold. Like mm-hmm. you know, I don't think the nuclear family ever left the black community, or at least the concept of yeah. whether it be granddad or grandma whether it be mom, you know what I mean? Like it, it, we've always had the concept of family embedded in our community. The The issue is, you know, the twofold part is we we code switch. So code switching to me, if you just look at it from a macro standpoint, goes into every aspect of life. When you mention these recording artists, that's their job. Uh. You know what I mean? Like you and I go to an office. We code switch to that office language in the industry. It was if you were in a relationship, we told the artist not to to tell anybody like we we are helping to push Uh, this mm -hmm. image. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you know, these guys were married, but their wives were benefiting from the behavior financially. You know, if nothing else, they had at least a stable income um that that was born out of that stuff so yeah you know I go ahead and put the titties on on the album cover fine you know i ain't got Mm -hmm. to look at it every day i'm driving the car that those titties bought right yeah and so um that's the twofold it's like we know what's the right thing to do but today i gotta feed these kids so we end up kind of to me i feel like because we um allow this stuff to go on without standing up for it, we lose a bit of ourselves yeah. and, and and that's weakened us. And the sad thing is, is that any disorder, I've said this before on record, that emotional or mental health disorders are uh, very contagious. So if you create an environment, if, if if our environment is built around narcissistic you know, sociopaths, society is, you and I could have been born perfect but because of the society that we live in, we'll adjust to survive in it. And the only way you can survive a narcissist is to be narcissistic, narcissistic yourself. Too, yeah. Otherwise okay. it'll break it'll break you down. You have to turn your emotions off to be able to survive that that experience. And so, you know, we saw back in the day
0: there's the the you you see what you said about uh it eventually breaking you down eventually you you have you have an issue with the the breakdown of narcissism you see it play out more cuz i think it used to be people broke down and they would go away like you wouldn't see them for a little while right like back right. then but now i'm 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 bringing kanye into the into the mix cuz he's the biggest narcissist i know like that's a that's i mean that i know of as right. far as like when i look at narcissism i think kanye i think trump i think you know i think a certain Motherfuckers, and he's one of them. And we saw him have a full breakdown based upon the idea of where he thought he should be. Hmm. He went to TMZ, and he, I, I know everybody remembers that famous like TMZ uh, rant. He was just like, "I got lipo for y'all, but <laughs> y'all, I had to take all this medicine. I was addicted to." To oxycodone or something, mm-hmm. because because I got lipo and I was in pain for y'all, and I was just like, "Yo, nobody asked
1: you to get light Nobody bro. needed you. I you know, don't make hot beats. I and mean, drop back out of college, like." But
0: it's it's just it's just interesting to see like how that plays out because you see people now, you see the breakdown in public, you see it happen, you know, right in front of your face, and I think social media has a big part in that because everything is you know see me you know i want right. you to see me right. and so it's just it's just interesting to see how that how that's played out i mean even till now like because at one point kanye was like you know y'all made me this i'm the victim right and then recently he dropped the an album and the whole album drop was really a big it was for his mom but it was a big ego trip right it was a big like Oh, I'm doing a listening party, but I ain't going to speak to y'all asses. Y'all going to cheer for me. Y'all going to clap for me. I'm going to put this, you know, the spectacle on. And I'm not even going to say thank you guys for coming. Mm -mm. You know, I'm not even going to, you know, I am in that space that it doesn't even matter if I speak to you. Type thing. I'm wearing hell. I didn't even show my face. I wore a covering right. on my over my face. Was,
1: you don't know if that was it could be me
0: or my brother, you right. know what I'm saying? Or my, my stunt double or whatever that just right. walked around. I just made a killing off of y'all. Y'all listen to what I got going on. And you when you start to think about how society feeds into these narcissistic behaviors, bro, it right. starts to get wild. And then you wonder why when he comes to his senses or comes down from his high, he gets, I mean, I know he has a lot more going on than just narcissism, but right. you know, he, he gets these low lows.
1: So I don't, I don't know that he's been diagnosed with it. I think. What I think he said at, he's been
0: diagnosed with a bipolar. bipolar. Right. Bipolar
1: he's admittedly. So, mm-hmm. you know, no HIPAA violation and reflecting on that he is, he does go through manic states and he goes through depressed mm-hmm. states. I think it. And so what that can look like in a in a space where nobody tells you no, it can come off narcissistic to some degree. I, I mean, mm-hmm. and to be fair to to him, his role, his job, you have to be, because you know he's he's known as a producer, but he always wanted to be a rapper. Yeah, you know, and the and to be able to rap, you got to be grandiose. That's true. That's part that, of the job. That's a part of
0: the yeah, it's part of the nature. You know, so
1: you know, and then I think about other like to me, Deion Sanders, Michael Jordan, uh, I mean, anybody that's been at the top of their game knows they're at the top of the game and they talking shit. If you yeah. can to me, a nar- a true narcissist talks shit, but really can't back it up mm. because it's it's a lie. So I don't know that that Kanye's lying right i I think what we're experiencing is a lot of manic episodes gotcha. or you know where yeah. he's just out of his mind and he's it's 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 kind of weird though and I'm back up and say it this way there's a thing called sublimation and basically what sublimation is is where someone takes their seemingly dysfunction and find a positive outlet for them in society and and I'll give you a sick. Example, a sick, me- you know, idea of it all. So you know, R. Kelly just got convicted of being a pedophile, or I don't know what his charges were. but uh, it was racketeering, like so, it's like a,
0: yeah, some type of like cons- like uh, like a Rico charge, I think. He's been yeah, they called a Rico auto.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it but, was with women that were admittedly young at age. So therefore, yeah. there's some pedophile pedophilia in there. Um. The way you would sublimate that is to be to be a photographer, a child photographer, and that's it. Like if you don't test the children, but just being around them and you find arousal, but you don't wanna to go to jail, that person will find a field, a career, where they can exploit how they feel without damaging society as a whole. Because remember, <laughs> mental health, I, I know, I told you it was gonna be wild. Mental health is defined by the maladaptation in society or in their relationships. So, for example, you know, if uh, it's hard to say that his mental health issues are really an issue, except for the fact that he just got divorced because he was able to get married you know have a successful career he's a billionaire out of music and clothes um but because his marriage failed that could be something that's identified of failing personal relationships that has impacted his life therefore now it would fall under the bracket of a disorder cuz everybody has something that's what yeah. i'm getting at yeah you know and and sublimation is basically what kanye did he has a disorder that if he worked at IBM or somewhere else, he'd be fired. Yeah. Without question. But because he's in a creative space, I can go out of man, my I, whole face I, covered.
0: I, I ain't going to fucking lie to you, man. That really just fucked me up, what you're talking about with the sublim- so, so, <laughs> sublim- sublimation. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that, that got me looking at people crazy a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, I mean, I, but, so but what you said, cops.
1: Yeah. A police is another one, like you no, know, you're they're, right. They're, like, there's some insecurity. people
0: that have anger, anger issues, yeah. and then they, they can beat on people. Like that, that's kind of what they kind of teach you when it comes to football. It's like, no, 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 you can go over there and knock somebody's head off, right? And, and you don't have to work. Yeah, <laughs> be fine. Yeah, everybody's gonna <laughs> clap for your ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? You knock that motherfucker out over there, you're gonna get a clap. You knock these people out in the school, right? You're going home, type thing.
1: Um <laughs> but that's that's but that's that's kind of the point. when you go mm-hmm. back to social media and people that you may identify as being narcissistic, they're being applauded. the likes and all this other stuff is feeding and fueling a disorder that is being untreated. So it's it boils down to, you know, are you able to identify your, uh, you know, condition and turn that condition into something that brings addition in your life. So can you make a living off of it? Can you, you know, do it? And I think for me, when I reflect over how music has influenced the common person, I mean, just the regular Jane or Joe that's out here going to work and they're trying to have a hot girl summer and put their shit on Instagram and then trying to have a successful, productive nuclear relationship and family rather it they don't go hand in hand Mm -hmm. like there's no there's no separation there's no twofold snoop them had an agreement but jane and joe they just was at the bar and met each other tried to go out and have a good time but she's in City Girls is in her ear and he may be I'm trying to think who who matches futures in his ear.
0: Yeah future
1: And they trying to have a successful relationship?
0: That's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. And so okay, okay, let's let's switch gears just a little bit.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Now, when it comes to mental health, because that's what we talk about. Right. There's usually a there's usually an air of let's try to understand when somebody's going through something from a mental standpoint. When it comes to like depression or bipolar or, you know, any type of other personality disorders, it seems that there's a lot of empathy. Right. But then when you start talking narcissistic behaviors and narcissism in general, it seems as if society is just turned off from. it. And this is a question I've seen on social media. So I'm going to ask you to see if you can. Um, I have an answer for it, but I want to see what you say.
1: Okay.
0: Um, why do we not have empathy for people who have these narcissistic behaviors or who exhibit them on a on a big like to a bigger degree? I'm not talking about your your, your celebrities either. I'm talking about normal, day-to-day, right. day-to-day people who we have conversations with. It's like, yo, that you're that's narcissistic as fuck, or you're a narcissist, like, or oh, you're fucking toxic. I don't want to talk to you, whatever it is. Yeah. And and so it's like, why is it that when we notice that and we see that, do we run away from it or we decide, you know, we don't want, we don't want to be a part of it? Not to say that people don't want to be a part of people who are depressed, but I think that your initial somebody says they're depressed, your initial inclination is to, you know, say that, you know, they're trying to help them through that. Yeah, or you're try not going to you're
1: not gonna run away from
0: them. If somebody says, look, I'm a narcissist, everybody's like, yo, fuck, like.
1: Yeah, I'm out. get the fuck out of here! <laughs>
0: out of like, I'm out of here. Oh, you're not? Okay, cool. You know, so I want no parts in that. You know what I'm oh, saying?
1: Man.
0: And yeah. so, like, what what is that? Why is that?
1: Well, in, from my view, it's part of it is ignorance about the disorder uh, of what it is. Um, a lot of us are living with narcissists, and they just think that that's how they are. They don't mm-hmm. really have a list of symptoms and. And maladies that come from it to even label it that. Yeah. Um, so I think again, part of it is ignorance of, of the disorder itself, better understanding of what the disorder it is. Like I said, it's on a continuum. You have it, you know, all of us have narcissism in us. Theirs may just be past 12 or where it's comfortable. So ours may stop at 15, they go up to 20 or 25, you know, because everybody is told a lie that doesn't automatically. Means you're gonna you're gonna fall under the the umbrella of that disorder, but yeah, if you're a pathological liar, yeah, I mean nobody you know, wants to be around. So-
0: I, I, nobody wants to be around anybody who's a pathological liar. I mean, they, you know, I know that for a fact. And so it's like, so why is it that we 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 distance ourselves so far from that?
1: Even well, though- the worst case scenarios have been put in in our face.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you know, you know, the news media when they talk about. This particular like, serial killer, they somehow get access to their records and some psychotherapist or psychologist or psychiatrist that diagnosed them with a myriad of disorders, but that particular one is in there as well. So they tend to associate it with uh, killers, people that that will can kill you and don't feel nothing about it. You know, they talk about the Zodiac killer um, that just figured out who he was. After he died in 2018 or 2000 something like he died within the last century, rather. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> or last uh, twenty years. Yeah. And um and they ended up talking to somebody that knew him, and they you know said he he would kill and like kill animals and didn't think nothing of it, and it bothered yeah. them, but they didn't he didn't try to kill them. Now, them the man yeah. was eighty something years old still, yeah.
0: Killing animals, yeah. and, still, well, killing, and so well, I that's think why. What I was thinking from my perspective that yes, I agree with you, what you said, as far as like the the behaviors have been put in, in front of us and said, Oh, this is bad. Because what, what you always heard is if you lie, you'll steal. If you steal, you'll kill. Is, you right. know, basically like they 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 go, they go, by go hand in hand that hand. way. Yeah, they go by that hand in hand. So I'm gonna so challenge you. I'm
1: gonna challenge you because mm-hmm. and I was thinking about this, like. I mentioned earlier about the Bond villain, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, James Bond has a license to kill. Yeah, and he does it under the under the construct of for the greater good for for the Queen and country. Yeah, but if you think about it, what relationships have James really been able to maintain? All this this seem, <laughs> dysfunctional,
0: dysfunctional uh, right. as real does quick he have any emo- Yeah, I mean, he, he he with the girl for ten minutes out of the whole hour-and-a-half, two-hour movie, and he's just hopping back and forth between women. He,
1: he, but, but, he, lo- but But if you follow but But story, he
0: celebrated. He celebrated. He
1: celebrated. Yeah. But when you look at his story, his story is just as dark as the villains that he's fighting. Yeah. So his start, his beginning is the same. He just was able to sublimate mm. his role. There are a lot of superheroes that would fall under... That disorder, but we don't put their medical records out there for us to consume like we do the bad guys. That's and I'm true. saying, like that constant feeding of oh, yeah, he, he was antisocial personality, narcissistic, antisocial personality disorder or narcissistic uh, personality disorder. Uh and he did this. Yeah. Well, what about the guy that went out here was a vigilante for the greater good? And he may have put somebody down that people wanted to put down. You get what I'm saying? Now, yeah. Nobody's looking it. at
0: that as like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of dark. That's kind of right. fucked up. That's not that's, really, you know, who it, we want. It is. <laughs> but but you know that but that's true. And I think from from my standpoint, when we talk about regular, regular people who exhibit some form of narcissistic traits. Mm-hmm. I think. One, there's one. One is I don't think enough people who are narcissists or have narcissistic traits say it. I think we've had one or two people come on the show and say they know that. But like not a lot of people going to just self-proclaim themselves to be a narcissist. That's one. Number two. For the two, same reason. For the for, same yeah, reason. For, for, yes, exactly. And so number two, I think, is the, the fact that we the reason because I was asking myself, why can't I relate to this? Like why can't why 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 is it when somebody says that they're narcissist that I'm like yo I'm not fucking with that, and what I realized is that I think that most people can, like when we think about mental health, most people can remember a time when they were depressed, but like you said, some people everybody has the narcissism. It's just harder to see the the narcissism when yours isn't turned up that high. You get what I'm saying? So when you see somebody that's overdone and narcissistic to a to a level that you haven't you can't relate to, then you can't empathize. And I think that that's what I that's just kind of what I've kind of noticed. I was like, maybe it's just because I see what like I see what this guy is doing and I would never do nothing like that. And I've never been in a space where I think that that would be OK Mm-hmm. Or, or that kind of, that level of narcissism, um, narcissistic behavior has crept up on me. And so because of that, you know, it's like, it's like you still have to love them through it like you would love somebody who has depression, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about, like, if, if nobody likes narcissists or people who have narcissistic behaviors, what ends up happening to them? They end up hanging with each other. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Now you got nothing but a group of people with narcissistic behavior hanging around each other. What does that sound like to you? Just, just I'm just yeah,
1: wondering. But true, be, but true narcissists will never be in a pack together. They have no. to be the top. They have to, they have be, to be the top. Top dog. Imagine. Like in their minds, they're the smartest person in the room hmm. always. And if they find somebody that they think is smart, that typically can become their nemesis or somebody that they may connect with just so they can challenge themselves, or I will conquer. But you. it'd be
0: more, co- it's more competitive, right? That's what you, but that, that's kind of where I was thinking about. Like when you think about like celebrities that hang out to, together, it seems as if it's just like a competitive flow. Yeah, or
1: they like, don't like you, each They do they, yeah. not really like each
0: other. Exactly. Because then eventually you start to see there's, a, oh, there's a riff between so-and-so right. and so-and-so. Right. And, it's, and the real riff is, I need to be here. You know, I mean, Jay-Z and Kanye is another really good
1: example of that, right? Uh, but but exactly that's the point. That's why narcissism is in 7.5 billion people. Mm. It Put it this way, to survive and eat, right, to have a roof over your head, the basic bottom line of the pyramid, right, of, of Maslow's needs is to have safety, food, water. If that's all we ever wanted, we wouldn't have the drug game, Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have any kind of side hustle. We wouldn't have the need to have the the Birkins and to have the Bugattis. And like, you don't have a need for all those things without narcissism. So it's, you know, it's questionable when it is maladaptive. Remember, it has to be maladaptive. Mm -hmm. Um, At what point does your drive become a burden? To your life and hmm. a burden to the lives around you you know we're putting undue pressure to achieve something for a short-lived thrill because yeah. we're, we're we're gonna be here under 100 years right and half of it we're trying to figure out who the fuck we are let alone try to eat and, and survive it right and yeah. then find a, find a mate then make kids like <laughs> so is your narcissism getting in the way of you enjoying life if you found that you don't enjoy your life that's an indicator of maladaptive mental state mm. um but so that that doesn't necessarily mean that you have narcissistic personality disorder like some of the traits uh for narcissistic personality disorder a uh, lack of empathy um mm. um i a loss of identity or identity disturbance. Um superficial relationships. Vanity or or, or, or is yeah. baseline of it. But I mean, but when I say superficial, I mean exploitive. So I think about when you were talking about celebrities. Yeah. Um, and 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 how people describe Hollywood as very fake and plastic. Yeah. And,
0: and and Atlanta's becoming that way to a degree. Atlanta
1: has become that way. Yeah. Um, but they really have a hard time with transitions in life. Like if they lose a job or a loss of a relationship, if these things can cause them to tumble because depression is pervasive, just like narcissism is, um, but it it easily causes them to tumble. This is what you're kind of dealing with. Um, Narcissists complain about feeling lonely but we just talked about how it's difficult for them to make connection. So naturally (laughs) they'll be lonely. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of like part of it. So if, if our listeners are experiencing any number of these things, at least, you know, four to five of the things that I'm talking about, if not narcissistic personality disorder, you definitely are in crisis state. Like you're, that's a lot going on emotionally for you to just ignore it. Um, if you need constant praise and admiration, um, people that have a sense of entitlement, I'm trying to think of uh, words that people can relate to. Yeah, right now. Um, If they live in a, and have to be careful with this one, but people that live in this fantasy world, where they've created a world that supports their own ideals. Echo chambers, uh, like people that are just in, the,
0: in in these echo chambers, and they right. they are they, not able to uh, accept new information,
1: right? And if they, and then another trait oh oh
0: of, oh here's here's one here's one. I'm an expert at everything. Oh Lord, Look, I'm just being, no, I'm just <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, you right, I'm, saying, right. I'm like right. I'm the very best. Right. You know who knows well, more about the economy than me? No, well, who knows more about is, business than me?
1: So I I must I fall in that because I say to people, I consider myself a renaissance man mm-hmm. because I tend to know a little bit about some of everything. Like I either by I'm just interested in the world that I live in. So yeah. I soak up information. And so I found myself in situations where I'm able to have a substantive conversation with people that are not in the field that I'm in about their field. And they t- they tend to be surprised. Mm-hmm. And I was—it was the same way. Like, keep it real. It was the same way in the frat. Like when I sought Omega, I was interested in Black history, and so I knew things about uh Kappas and things about Sigmas and things about. I ain't know too much about Os. No disrespect. I'm just <laughs> saying. Um, I knew shit about Alphas, and I've had conversations with those those groups. And I would surprise them. By what they'd, you be like, know. they'd be like, yo, we got NEOs that don't even know this shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I like black people. I like black history because black Greek letter organizations are part of our history in this country, at least of how we've established ourselves. At this mm-hmm. So just an interesting. But I've, I I have labeled myself a renaissance man because I can fix your car, too. You follow me? So it's like. I get it. It, there's value to it, but what I will not do is I'm not going to sit there and say I'm a Renaissance man, and then I'm going to turn around and try to demean you, bully you, and and make you insecure about your achievements to make me feel a better about my my knowledge base. Yeah, and that's kind of in frame of the the personality. That's, that's
0: when it, that's when you're kind of, of sneaking into
1: that. Right. That's when you're and crossing so, the
0: line. That makes right. sense. You,
1: you shouldn't have to tear other people down to, to make your point more valid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but that is kind of, you know, what we're observing. And honestly, I go back to the video or uh, the audio that you just played. I mean, she was hitting some shit. And I was like, damn, I know somebody to do that.
0: I mean, we all know a little something, you know, somebody that got some of that, you know, especially doing, I mean, yes it was geared towards women but you you can see that oh in,
1: men too men,
0: oh, sure. is, men sure. in general' just like you in men and women you see it and you see the manipulation and the games that are being played and you you kind of understand why we are the way we are and in the position that we are when right. you when you see like how people are struggling to build real relationships right. and how you know how difficult it seems out here i don't envy anybody that's out here trying to you know build a connection with somebody because it's a lot of that out there. There's a lot of, you know, people putting on a, a facade, of what they want so they can get what they want. And mm-hmm. then eventually, you know, it, it always, it always comes tumbling down like a house of cards. Mm-hmm.
1: So I uh, think, what I, I want to say, at least before we close, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I wanted to at least put some, some positive in this Like, you know, all conditions are treated, treatable. Um, First first step to any treatment is awareness. Like just to be aware that you have these traits. Um, it may not necessarily you may not necessarily get a diagnosis, you know what I mean? But if you've been able to identify with any of the traits that we're talking about, either you've gotten feedback from your loved ones or even your enemies or <laughs> or whoever they are, if you mm-hmm. if you can reflect and be honest write down and 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 really be honest with experiences that you've had in life and you feel like this thing is connected all of this stuff is treatable in therapy because all we're really doing in therapy obviously we can't you know teach we can't teach you how to be empathetic that's not really a teachable moment i mean obviously if someone passes you can say my condolences it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to feel the loss Mm -hmm. the way that that person feels, you can demonstrate empathy. You don't have to actually feel it. So just understanding the social construct of what empathy looks like, because that's what the antisocial part comes from, right? It's like you you don't have the constructs in place. Yeah, detached. Detached. And so like knowing that lying not only is not a good thing, but it gives a false image of yourself, Mm -hmm. um, that kind of stuff. That's why people lie upon lie upon lie to cover up the other lie. So you would work through therapy. It could be group therapy. There are support groups for it. Um, but therapy works because it it makes you confront it, but you have to participate in it.
0: Yeah. No, I I, I agree with that hundred percent. Y'all know I'm a big advocate for therapy. And I think the be- the the beauty of therapy it, it it makes you go inside, go internally. Yeah. And dig deep and kind of get to the point where you, you kind of understanding it like with all those those uh scenarios that you played out michael like people who having problems making friends and people who you know who, who lie a lot all of that all of that stuff when you go to therapy you can get into it and start to work on it because awareness is the key to it that like you said earlier awareness is the key and you know the earlier you start, the better. The, the earlier you start, the better. And unfortunately for, for people who are narcissists or have narcissistic behavior, society fuels
1: that. Yeah. And I, it, I, I it, had it. it I, I, don't no, I, I
0: understand. Right. I, trust me. I, I, I think I have to check myself sometimes. But what I'm saying is society will fuel that. The way that we move will fuel that. Right. Social media will fuel that. People will gas you. In ways in, and then they'll watch you fall too. So it's like right. you gotta make sure that you're you're self-aware, you understand what's going on so that you can, you know, keep that homeostasis to a degree and not fall into, you know, full-blown narcissistic behavior going into the the, the disorder.
1: And I would tell people, gassing is a form of manipulation. So know the mm-hmm. difference between somebody cheer- being a cheerleader for you and someone that's gassing you up to yep. explode exactly exactly even
0: then you know then got you 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 you, you, don't, you can't uh you, you, it's not good to put too much gas in your car and spill out
1: it never is
0: exactly then you got another problem on your hands but yeah i think i think that uh this was a good conversation on narcissism because i i have i've been wanting to tackle it for a while but i didn't know how we was gonna go about it and yeah. that video really helped us kind of see the behavior understand it in a way and also kind of see how society kind of plays a role into what that looks like right. and how how it goes. But yeah, I, if you guys like this uh, conversation, you know, hit us up. You can you can always send us a DM or hit send us some comments. Um it's a Bra podcast on IG and Facebook, you good podcast at gmail.com if you have a question, concern, or a query. Um yeah, I think that is it, um uh, Mikhail. We we're we wrapping it up. I am Sam Dupe, I am good.
1: Yeah, I'm telling Mikhail, I am good. And until next time, we'll see. Yeah. Peace.